0: This is the news from the Lord. Hello, America. This is Jeffrey Lord with another edition of the Did He Really Just Say That? The Word of the Lord. So, to question whether the 2020 election was stolen in some states is to repeat what all those wizards of smart in the media are calling the big lie. The question, the seriously real question, is... Have elections been stolen or tampered with before? Here in the great Commonwealth of Pennsylvania, the answer is, shocking I know, absolutely yes. So stay tuned for some real-time history on how to steal a Pennsylvania election. But first, by now you've all heard me talk about MyPillow. And now Mike has done it again by introducing his new MySlippers. Mike has taken over two years to develop the slippers. They're designed to wear indoor and outdoors all day long, and I do. They're made with MyPillow foam and impact gel to help prevent fatigue. They're made with quality leather suede. For a limited time, Mike is offering 40% off his new MySlippers. The MySlippers are so comfortable that you will want to get some for the whole family. So go to MyPillow.com and click on the Radio Listener Square and use promo code JEFF. You will also get deep discounts on all MyPillow products including those fabulous Giza Dream bed sheets, the MyPillow mattress topper, and MyPillow towel sets, or call 800-606-1043 and use promo code JEFF. Now, all those liberal media highbrows say stolen elections, they're not possible. It's the big lie. Really? Let's take a hard, unvarnished look at some past elections right here in Pennsylvania, which was very controversial in the 2020 election. We'll start with a man called Dominic J. DeMuro. Dominic J. DeMuro was a busy man on election days in Philadelphia. In a statement to the press on May 21, 2020, the United States Attorney for Eastern Pennsylvania, William McSwain, said this in announcing the indictment of Mr. DeMuro, a Democratic Party judge of elections for the 39th Ward 36th Division in South Philadelphia. In the three straight elections of 2014, 2015, and 2016, Mr. McWane said, quote, Mr. DeMuro fraudulently stuffed the ballot box by literally standing in a voting booth and voting over and over as fast as he could while he thought the coast was clear, unquote. McSwain further detailed what Mr. DeMuro had been about, saying, quote, The judge of elections is an elective office and a paid position. In that role, DeMuro was responsible for overseeing the entire election process and voter activities of his division. The judge of elections is charged with overseeing the division's polling place in accordance with federal and state election laws and is required to attend election board training conducted by the Philadelphia City Commissioners. The voting machines at each polling station, McSwain continued, including DeMuro Station, generate records in the form of a printed receipt documenting the use of each voting machine. The printed receipt, also known as the, quote, results receipt, unquote, shows the vote totals, and the judge of elections and other election board officials at each polling place attest to the accuracy of machine results, unquote. Why was Mr. DeMuro doing all of this and doing it repeatedly? The answer was quickly forthcoming from Assistant Attorney General of the United States, Brian A. Benkowski, of the U.S. Department of Justice's Criminal Division. Quote, this defendant, he said, abused his office by engaging in election fraud for profit. Unquote. Now, who paid Mr. DeMuro to commit fraud for profit? Ah, the plot thickens. Two months later, there was another indictment by the U.S. Attorney's Office. It said, quote, "...a former U.S. congressman was charged Tuesday in an indictment unsealed today with conspiring to violate voting rights by fraudulently stuffing the ballot boxes for specific candidates in the 2014, 2015, and 2016 primary elections." bribery of an election official, falsification of records, voting more than once in federal elections, and obstruction of justice. Former Congressman Michael Ozzie Myers, and I would add he is a Democrat, of course, 77, of Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, is charged with conspiring with and bribing the former judge of elections for the 39th Ward 36th Division, Dominic J. DeMuro. DeMuro, who pleaded guilty previously in federal court in Philadelphia, was responsible for overseeing the entire election process and all voter activities of his division in accord with federal and state election laws. Unquote. And I might add, although it doesn't mention it here, Mr. Myers, uh, while in Congress, um, was caught on camera, as I recall, trying to bribe an undercover FBI. Agent dressed as <laughs> dressed as an Arab Sheik, as I recall, in the so-called ABSCAM scandal, and he served, I think, three years in the federal pen for that. Now, move back with me to the 2012 presidential election between GOP nominee Mitt Romney and President Obama. Here's the headline from the Philadelphia Inquirer. In 59 Philadelphia voting divisions, Mitt Romney got zero votes. It's one thing, said the paper, for a Democratic presidential candidate to dominate a Democratic city like Philadelphia. But check out this head-spinning figure. In 59 voting divisions in the city, Mitt Romney received not one vote. Zero. Zilch. Larry Sabato, uh, Sabato, a political scientist at the University of Virginia, was quoted as saying, quote, I'd be surprised if there weren't a handful of precincts that didn't cast a vote for Romney, He said, But the number of zero precincts in Philadelphia deserves examination, he added. He said, not a single vote for Romney or even an error? That's worth looking into, he said. You think? Now, keep going back with me. Four years before that, in October of 2008, as the presidential race between Democrat Barack Obama and Republican John McCain came down to the wire, there was a press conference at the Pennsylvania State Capitol in Harrisburg. Retired Pennsylvania Supreme Court Justice Sandra Newman, accompanied by Dauphin County, that's Harrisburg, Dauphin County District Attorney Edward Marcico and Pennsylvania Republican State Chairman Robert Cleason, said that she is, quote, not confident we can get a fair election in the state come November. The trio produced a thick document replete with photocopies of phony registrations and aerial shots of vacant lots used as, quote, addresses, unquote, for, quote, voters, unquote, that was handed out to journalists. I covered that press conference and reported this for The American Spectator. Republican Chairman Gleason said this, Between March 23rd and October 1st, various groups, including ACORN, submitted over 252,595 registrations to the Philadelphia County Board County Election Board with 57,435 rejected for faulty information most of these registrations were submitted by acorn and rejected due to fake social security numbers incorrect dates of birth clearly fraudulent signatures, addresses that do not exist, and duplicate registrations. In one case, a man was registered to vote more than 15 times since the primary election. Voter fraud is no longer just a Philadelphia problem, Mr. Gleason said, with ACORN targeting key counties across the state. Gleason went on with specifics about problem Pennsylvania counties. He listed them as Delaware County, which is suburban Philadelphia. Philadelphia, Dauphin, the state capital of Harrisburg, Allegheny County, which is Pittsburgh, Center County, which is the home of Penn State, and Erie County. In Delaware County, the group reported this, quote, In one instance, an Acorn employee circulating voter registration forms in Delaware County was featured on the Pennsylvania Megan's Law website, described as having been arrested for, quote, aggravated indecent assault, unquote, of a child. Other ACORN circulators had prior criminal records for forgery and giving false information to a police officer, among other charges. Gleason has provided copies of complaints from actual Delaware County voters who were notified by the local election board of their, quote, new, unquote, registration to vote. One voter wrote that he, quote, did not complete this form because this information does not match my info at all. I have been a voter for many years. Did not. Recently registered to vote, unquote. Said another voter, I did not submit any application for voter registration. While the spelling of my name and my address is correct, the birth date and driver's license number are incorrect, unquote. And another angrily wrote this, that the, quote, personal information, unquote, on a form submitted in her name, and this voter was so angry she put this in capital letters, is not me. She added, please have the county investigate this. I feel my identity is being compromised, unquote. The story in Dauphin County was similar. Dauphin County, and as I say, it's the location of the state capital, District Attorney Marsico said the situation was so bad in Harrisburg that one acorn worker is now being sought by authorities for submitting more than 100 fraudulent voter registration forms. The charge is 19 counts of perjury. One Harrisburg lobbyist, a voter for thirty years, had received notification she had recently filled out a registration form. The lobbyist went straight to the DA, good for her, with her complaint. Marsico said that was what was happening with Acorn, that what was happening with Acorn, quote, affects the integrity of the process, and that the volume of phony registrations made him sure that others are going on that have been undetected. In Center County, there was this. Center County is, of course, the home of Penn State, which enrolls more than 40,000 students at its home campus. Justice Newman said there was a, quote, massive effort, unquote, to fraudulently register students with efforts aimed at, quote, multiple registrations, unquote. In Philadelphia, as I noted, that uh, perhaps most humorously was the role of 21st century technology in tracking down several attempted frauds. Through the wonder of Google, there were aerial shots displaying the following. twenty-four eighteen Curtain Terrace in Philadelphia, where a voter was registered and listed as an address, is an empty field. 3103 South 24th Street in Philadelphia is an empty field. 4543 North 11th Street in Philadelphia is an empty field, all of them with registered voters. Are you beginning to see a pattern here? Let's go back even further. This is one of my favorites, to 1994. There is a vacancy in a Philadelphia State Senate seat. A special election must be held. The Republicans nominate lawyer Bruce Marks, a former aide to Philadelphia's own Arlen Specter. Specter, of course, was the Philadelphia District Attorney who was elected to the United States Senate in 1980, eventually becoming the longest-serving U.S. Senator in Pennsylvania history. He served for five years. I'm sorry, five terms. The Democrats nominated local Democrat William Stinson, a product of the Philadelphia Democratic machine. The result? Hmm, Mr. Stinson was declared the winner and quickly seated in the state Senate by the then-controlling Democratic Party. But there was just a bit of a problem with the election, and a big one. Bruce Marks is an attorney, and he investigated the ballots with a focus on absentee ballots. He took what he had uncovered to federal court. Now, here is the headline from the New York Times. No, less than that, the New York Times. Vote fraud ruling shifts Pennsylvania Senate. The Times reported this story as follows, quote, saying Philadelphia's election system had collapsed under a massive scheme by Democrats to steal a state Senate election in November. A federal judge today took the rare step of invalidating the vote and ordered the seat filled by the Republican candidate. That would be Mr. Marks. In making such a sweeping move, the judge, Clarence C. Newcomer of Federal District Court in Philadelphia, did for the Republicans what the election had not, enabled them to regain control of the state Senate, which they lost two years ago. Judge Newcomer ruled that the Democratic campaign of William G. Stinson had stolen the election from Bruce S. Marks in North Philadelphia's second senatorial district through an elaborate fraud in which hundreds of residents were encouraged to vote by absentee ballot even though they had no legal reason, like a physical disability or scheduled trip outside the city, to do so. In many instances, wrote the Inquirer, according to Republicans who testified during a four-day civil trial last week, Democratic campaign workers forged absentee ballots. On many of the ballots, they used the names of people who were living in Puerto Rico or serving time in prison. And in one case, the voter had been (gasps) dead for some time. Substantial evidence was presented establishing massive absentee ballot fraud, deception, intimidation, harassment, and forgery, Judge Newcomer wrote in a decision made public today. So, you add all this up, what do we have here? What we have is the reality that there have been concrete, real-time, factual, and successful efforts to commit voter fraud in Pennsylvania. Whether it was 1994, 2008, 2012, 2014, 2015, or 2016, voter fraud has been all too real and all too frequent. Yet when it comes to the 2020 presidential election, Democrats and their media allies simply aren't interested in investigating. They assert brazenly that to even suggest that there's been voter fraud in Pennsylvania is the big lie. In fact, To insist that Pennsylvania does not have a serious problem with voter fraud and has had that problem through much of its history, that is what I call the really big lie. This is Jeffrey Lord. Stop by my website, thejeffreylord.com, and join me again for the next episode of the Word of the Lord podcast. See you then.